Live from WBEZ Chicago, this is Reset. I'm Michael Puente, in for Sasha Ann Simons. Have you been outside yet today? I sure hope not. The temperature is hovering a few ticks below zero in and around Chicago, with wind chills even lower. Winter Storm Elliott may not have dropped quite as much snow as expected, but boy is it cold. Today on the show, we're bringing the latest on the weather. We'll hear from a meteorologist, Chicago's Office of Emergency Management, and two people who know how to stay warm outdoors, a UChicago researcher in Antarctica, and my brother Tony, a worker at a local Chicago area refinery. Throughout the hour, we'll take your calls. Have you been out? How are you spending this cold, cold winter day? You can give us a call now at 866-915-WBEZ. And at noon, we'll bring you our weekly news recap. But first, here's the latest from around the country and the world. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Barbara Klein. A so-called bomb cyclone weather system is moving across the eastern two-thirds of the country, including eastern Kentucky, where some residents are still displaced from catastrophic flooding nearly five months ago. Corinne Boyer of member station WEKU reports more than 300 people still live in trailers throughout the region, and about 50 remain sheltered in state parks. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir announced an additional death from the flooding, bringing the death toll to 44. Bashir has declared a state of emergency and says making sure people stay warm in travel trailers is a priority. Doing everything we can to further weatherize uh, those travel trailers and to make sure they have enough propane. State parks and warming centers will serve as shelters across the state. For NPR News, I'm Corinne Boyer in Paris, Kentucky. The House of Representatives is debating a nearly $1.7 trillion government spending bill ahead of a vote today. It cleared the Senate yesterday after lawmakers reached a compromise following weeks of negotiations. But as NPR's Julia Simon reports, the bill does not deliver on President Biden's promises of international climate aid. Last month at the climate conference in Egypt, Biden made a pledge that by 2024, the U.S. would be giving $11 billion a year in climate aid to developing nations. The U.S. is the largest historical emitter of planet warming pollution. Developing nations have contributed the least pollution, but they're suffering some of the worst consequences of climate change. The aid would help countries adapt to changes already underway and better prepare for future threats. Now, Congress is only pledging about $1 billion, less than a tenth of what Biden asked for. Julia Simon, NPR News. A highly contagious subvariant of the coronavirus, called XBB, has jumped to 18 percent of national cases. And the CDC says it accounts for more than 50 percent of COVID-19 cases in the Northeast. This as people are gathering for the holidays. White House COVID response coordinator Dr. Asish Jha is encouraging people to be prepared. The number one thing that we can all do to make sure that we are gathering safely is being up to date on our vaccines. Both flu and COVID, we have terrific vaccines that have both been updated this year. He says if you get vaccinated now, you'll get some protection in about a week. The ongoing increase in consumer prices is slowing. The Commerce Department reports they rose 5.5% in November over the year before. That's the smallest increase since October of 2021. Still, core inflation remains high at 4.7% over last year. This is NPR News. Right now we have a temperature of zero under partly sunny skies at 11.04. Good morning, I'm Claire Lane with WBEZ News. Congress has designated Chicago's Bronzeville as a national heritage area. The act passed both the U.S. House and Senate this week. Leaders involved with the project say the designation means, quote, up to $1 million a year over a 10 to 15 year period and will allow them to tell the complete story of the black metropolis. A shooting at a Chicago public high school last week is reigniting a discussion on whether police should be stationed in schools. Two students were killed outside Benito Juarez High School in Pilsen. A school removed both of its resource officers in 2020. Teacher Liz Winfield urged local school council members during a special meeting last night not to bring back police. If we want true safety, what we really need is restorative justice counselors and really address these problems at the root cause rather than as a reactionary 
response. The local school council did not take any official votes on safety measures at the meeting. They said they plan to hold more meetings to discuss the issue. At sports, the Bulls are in New York, battling the Knicks tonight at 6.30. Blackhawks are hosting the Blue Jackets. Puck drops at 7.30 at the UC. And the Bears gearing up for another game, another home game, this time against the Bills, who are 11-3. and And that'll be a kickoff at noon at Soldier Field. Weather for today, very windy, very cold, and uh, lots of extreme temperatures. So stay warm out there. I'm Claire Lane. This is WBEZ News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Mattress Firm, dedicated to providing personalized service with the goal of helping people sleep well so they can live well. Customers can shop their range of products in-store or online at mattressfirm.com. This is Reset. I'm Michael Puente, in for Sasha and Simons. Can I just say... Brr, baby, it's cold outside. The storm passing through our area didn't, didn't drop as much snow as we expected in many areas. And the sun's out in Chicago. But don't be fooled. Biting cold, high winds, and frozen roadways are creating dangerous conditions all across the region. This hour, we'll hear tips for staying warm, get the latest on the weather, and hear from you. What's your plan today? Have you been outside? Maybe to walk the dog or shovel the snow? What's, what is it like out there? Give us a call now at 866-915-WBEZ. That's 866-915-WBEZ. I feel like it's the pledge drive. We love to hear from people from the city, the suburbs, northwest Indiana, Anywhere you're listening. Joining us now to kick off the show is Kevin Doom, meteorologist with the National Weather Service. Hey, Kevin. Hi, how are you? Great, great. Also with us is Rich Guidis, executive director of Chicago's Office of Emergency Management and Communications. Hey, Rich, how are you? Good morning. Nice, nice to hear from you. Great. Kevin, let's start off with you. Talk us through what happened with the storm last night and into this morning. Sure. So uh, we had a pretty good wave of snow move on through. It only dropped on average about one to three inches across Chicagoland. O'Hare saw 1.3. Uh, the office here in Romeoville saw 2.5, so a little more. But it's not a whole lot of snow, but the wind really made things uh, a lot worse than it needed to be. And that continues on into today. Even even though snow isn't falling across most of the area right now, these uh, 35, 45 mile an hour wind gusts that we're seeing right now is blowing snow all over the place. It's making it look as though it's, it's a snowstorm in some parts of of Chicagoland's creating some pretty treacherous travel conditions, um, making it hard to see markings on the roads, and we're seeing accidents pop up uh, all over the place uh, because of that. So and on top of that, obviously, the dangerous cold. We're seeing wind chills right now, 25 to 35 below, and that's not going to get much better throughout the day here. Well, Kevin, I got I got to say, I do love your last name. I was tempted to call you Dr. Doom, but we won't go there. But let me ask you this. Which area saw the most snow and, and the, the toughest weather conditions? Sure. Uh, so out west in some of the more outlying areas and, and down south of the metro, too, is, is where you're seeing some, some of the most extreme blowing and drifting snow just with how open it is. Um, like, you know, here in the city, you have a lot of buildings that kind of block the snow um, from, from blowing and drifting across a lot of roadways. It's not to say it's not a problem here in the metro, but uh, in more of the in the more rural areas is where they're seeing the most extreme blowing and drifting snow. Now the, the highest snow totals are going to be found uh, over in parts of Northwest Indiana where it's still snowing right now. And, and the roads are just an absolute mess right there because they're also seeing the extreme winds. They're also seeing the extreme cold as well as some pretty persistent snowfall. It's been falling all morning. So that's where you're likely going to see the highest snow totals. Now, Rich, you must've been having a very busy last 20 to 48 hours. How did the city prepare for this storm? Yeah, so this is not uh, unusual for us, obviously. You know, I'm a lifelong sh- Chicagoan, and, you know, I think most uh, Chicagoans uh, have it in their head or at least prepare mentally that they're going to have to deal with some sort of extreme throughout the course of uh, whatever season we happen to be walking into. But uh, just posturing the city, you know, we had two workshops just leading up to this snowstorm. The uh, most recent, last Friday, uh, we actually discussed the Baltimore snowstorm that got uh uh, almost 82 uh, inches of snow in certain areas up in uh, New York. So that's something that we focused on and how we would handle it. But, you know, street and sanitation is well-equipped. You know, we had uh, almost 300 pieces of equipment out. We still do have uh, a little over 270 out. We have 9,600 uh, uh, 96, um, miles of arterial street uh, to – 9,600, I'm sorry uh, – of arterial street to uh, uh, take care of. And um, so far we're holding our own. 
Great. Well, what kind of conditions are you seeing out there right now in the city, especially on the roads? Well, you know, I got to say, I think uh, getting in front of this early on, uh, the message that we gave uh, along with our PIOs from our infrastructure agencies uh, and the news media did a great job of, of heeding the call to uh, get people to be concerned about this front. You know, we didn't get the snow that we were uh, originally predicted to get, fortunately. Um, if we did get that amount of snow with the wind gusts that uh, the meteorologist just mentioned, uh, we would have had a, uh, potentially a different uh, situations out here. But thus far, we've been fortunate. I don't want to give anybody the impression that we should be spiking the ball at this point. We still have to get through this weekend. And with the Christmas holiday, I'm sure that there are going to be many people out there uh, doing some last-minute shopping. So I want everybody to continue to uh, be safe. Richard, I'm glad you brought the media because sometimes I feel like us in the press sometimes can maybe, you know, over dramatize a lot of things and maybe people make it make it too dramatic and maybe people overly concerned. But in this situation, it was warranted, right? I mean, it it's pretty bad out there. You know, you can't mess with Mother Nature and you have to go by what was being forecasted and you have to prepare for that. And that's something that OEMC and the city of Chicago, I, I think that we do best. Uh, communication is one thing that we circle uh, for every workshop and every major event that uh, we're, we're a part of. And, you know, had we had gotten that three to six inches of snow, like I said, with the 50-mile-an-hour uh, wind gusts and the uh, extreme cold temperatures that we have, uh, we could have had different scenarios. So we'll, we'll, take, we'll take this as a win thus far, but by no means should anybody spike the ball just yet. We still have a, a few days to go here. Well, Kevin Doom, how long will a winter storm warning be in place for different parts of our area? Uh, so for the city of Chicago, that's in effect, or pretty much the whole area, actually. It is, that's in effect until 6 a.m. tomorrow. And um, the, the blowing and drifting snow is mainly a concern through tonight, and that's when the winds are going to start to subside is, is through the night tonight and into tomorrow. But the cold is going to stick around through the weekend. All right. Now, some counties are also facing a blizzard warning. You know, what are the differences between the two? Sure. So um, the blizzard warning for, for Porter County, Indiana, that's, that's the only uh, county that we issued a blizzard warning for. Um, they're seeing some heavier snow. They're seeing uh, more instances of blowing and drifting snow. So blizzards don't actually have uh, anything to do really with falling snow. It's all a matter of, of wind speeds and uh, blowing snow causing limited visibilities for an extended period of time. So specifically three hours you need of visibility a quarter mile or less, as well as 35-mile-an-hour uh, winds. Um, through an entirety or through an entire three-hour period. So, uh, even though we uh, have seen and are still expecting some of those conditions here and there throughout the area, we're not going to see that consistently over a three-hour period over most of the area. Which is why we we went with a winter storm warning here, but are advertising blizzard conditions uh, for parts of the area. But Porter County, Indiana, where there's a blizzard warning in effect, they're actually likely to see some of those more bl- uh, blizzard conditions for an extended period of time. All right. Rich, has, has the snowfall affected city workers' ability to clear streets? Well, I, I have to compliment our, our, our city workers. Certainly they, they get their, in their mindset early on that uh, we are going to get some sort of snow plan uh, coming our way. It would be uh, um, unrealistic to think that we weren't get some sort of snow program uh, or even a couple of them throughout the course of a, one of our winters. The staffing is something that we have to take uh, take a look at. So Making sure our staff is healthy enough to continue uh, for several days is something that management uh, particularly looks at uh, closely throughout the course of these type of events. Now, Kevin, getting back to you a little bit, yesterday you could really feel that the storm was coming with that big temperature drop. That was crazy. You know, how cold did it really get last night? Yeah, uh, it, it got down into the, in the the teens below zero across much of the area. O'Hare dropped down to around eight below zero. Here in Romeoville was 11 below zero. Uh, Rockford was a 10 below zero. So that's how cold the temperature got. Now, wind chills early this morning were as low as 35 or even 40 below zero. All right. Rich Guidis, how are all these factors affecting public transportation? Yeah, so far uh, we had our uh, we had two daily conference calls uh, a day at 7:30 in the morning at 3:30, and that's really just to kind of key in on our rush hours. And we've been holding our own. You know, we we average about 20,000 calls a day to our 911 and 311 system. We haven't seen any significant spikes anywhere. So public transportation in uh, our call volume remains uh, pretty consistent. So we're very fortunate in that aspect as well. I just want to highlight one thing that our meteorologist was mentioning too. You know, wind speeds, uh, especially along the lakefront, along Lakeshore Drive, and the 
uh, speed of a snowfall is something that uh, we would find particularly concerning as well. You know, if you look back to 2011, where we had the situation on Lakeshore Drive, you had a combination of high winds, uh, fast uh, uh, coming uh, snow coming down. Uh, that caused the situation that we had up on Lakeshore Drive. So that is just another thing that uh, our city departments circle every every year. Rich, are you able to talk a little bit about the flights in and out of O'Hare and Midway airports? Yeah, I don't think there's been uh, too many flights that have been um, uh, canceled. Certainly, if you are one of those flights uh, going somewhere, that, that doesn't mean a whole lot to you. But uh, I want to say it was in the hundreds uh, last I checked, so you should make sure you check your flight status, certainly, and I would imagine that most people would be doing that. Great. Well, this is Reset. I'm Michael Puente in for Sasha Ann Simons. We're getting the latest on the winter's weather hitting the Chicago area. We're talking with meteorologist Kevin Doom and Rich Guidis from the city's Office of Emergency Management. We're also taking your calls. What's the weather outside your window? Do you have a commute to work today? How did you prepare? Give us a call at 866-915-WBEZ. That's 866-915-WBEZ. Rich Guidis, how, how long should a resident expect snowfall today? Well, I don't think snowfall is going to be uh, anything consistent today. I think you will see some blowing snow. Uh, I think we should expect a, a half an inch, if I'm not mistaken, from uh, uh, last I checked. But, you know, the cold temperatures and the wind is something that we still need to be cognizant of. And by no means should anybody let their guard down at this point. We still have a couple of days to get through this. And, you know, you look towards the end of the week, you have something to look forward to. It's going to be 48 degrees. And in that circumstance, you're talking about, you know, almost an 80-degree and 80 degree, uh, temperature check, con- considering that we have uh, uh, these minus temperatures going on. Great, great. And um, Rich, one more question. The, the storm is coming just ahead of another holiday weekend. What should people trying to drive keep in mind today? Yeah, and that's a good question. And if you do need to be on the road, which I would imagine uh, some of us do, last minute is Christmas shopping, certainly travel to and from relatives' house or family's house or friend's house. Just be cognizant that you are not out of this. Make sure you stay in touch with people. Have a full tank of gas. Carry enough supplies in your car that if you get stranded, you'll have the best uh, uh, chance to get through it. And, you know, just once again, stay connected. Let people know where you're going and look out for vulnerable populations. Okay, let's bring in a caller. Lester from Inglewood. Hey, Lester. Hey, there, sir. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? How, hey. are, you keeping, how are you keeping warm? What else can I do to keep warm other than listen to WTC? <laughs> Um, just wanted to let you guys know it's great to have you guys on the uh, channel so I can listen to you guys and see what's going on around the world. And here visiting my mom in Inglewood where I grew up, trying to say, hey, things are going pretty well here, trying to move the snow for people who need help, and trying to get folks at least to check on the folks that they love, like parents and things of that nature, make sure things are going well. And I listen to you guys to tell me, say, how much snow do I have to expect? <laughs> where can snow come from? This has been a crazy day. It has been a crazy day. Lester, real quick, does this seem like a really extreme cold weather day, or is this just typical Chicago? Uh, no, this seems like an extreme day. Not typical Chicago, but in Chicago, I've been a lot colder. Right. Well, thank you, Lester, for calling in. Now, Kevin, uh, how does the cold weather compare with that with other storms in recent years? I'm thinking like the polar vortex back in 2018. Uh, how does it compare? Sure. This is definitely some bitter cold that we don't see every year here in Chicago. Obviously, us Chicagoans are used to some pretty brutal cold every winter, but this is something that doesn't necessarily come around every year. Uh, but as uh, the gentleman just mentioned, it, it has been worse. I mean, we've seen wind chills down uh, 50 below zero or even worse than that. So uh, it, it could be worse. That is the bright side of this uh, story here. This same storm system actually did bring those 50 or even 60 below zero wind chills to parts of the northern plains and actual temperatures down 20 to 30 below zero. So uh, let's consider ourselves fortunate considering it could be uh, a, a lot worse here in Chicago. All right. And Rich, if, if, if people are experiencing power outages or burst pipes uh, because of the storm, what's the quickest way to get help on a day like today? Well, two things I'll tell you. You know, those conference calls that I mentioned that we have twice a day, and People's Gas is on that call and ComEd, and I I have to give them credit. They are on top of our critical facilities 
and any major outages that we have within the city, they uh, are, are addressed in, in, in short order. So we appreciate their, their help. They are part of our uh, public safety operation. But, you know, if you have an emergency, we want you to call 911. If you have uh, something in need or you need uh, uh, a location of your nearest uh, warming center, uh, we want you to call 311, and um, certainly the city uh, has lifelines um, for our residents. Well, Kevin Doom is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. Rich Guidus is executive director of Chicago's Office of Emergency Management and Communications. Thank, thanks to both of you for joining us today, and please keep warm out there. Well, this is Reset. I'm Michael Puente in for Sasha Ann Simons. And here's uh, something you won't uh, surprise you. It's cold outside. Whether you've experienced 20 Chicago winters or this is your first, it's really important that we prepare ourselves for the sub-zero temperatures. Yesterday, we talked about winterizing everything from our cars to our homes and our, even our pets. You know, right now, we're going to bring in somebody who, you you know, you're familiar with my name, but I'm going to bring him on because uh, uh, he works outside in the cold sometimes. And it's my brother, Tony Puente. How you doing, Tony? How you doing, Mike? Tony, you got to know, he's my big brother. And he always listens to WBEZ when he's at work. Tony, uh, but you said this morning you work for in a Chicago area refinery. How tough is it to work in these kind of weather conditions? Well, um, I, I've been doing it for, for about 31 years now. And you learn something new every season. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of people that work out in the cold um, and have to work. Um, you know, our first responders and, and things like of that nature. But there's there's businesses such as refineries that cannot shut down. And we got to keep those uh, places running because uh, when you shut down, that's the most dangerous time uh, of, a, of, a, of a business like that that's pro- producing uh, petroleum products. It takes all year to get prepped, uh, to prep uh, a business like that for the winter time, the, the the better you prep before the cold comes in, uh, the better off you are and the safer you are. Um, as far as individually, uh, you know, it takes a, a lot of preparation to, to work outside. Um, one of the main things is obviously the clothing that you wear. You have to make sure that you have the right clothing. You have to make sure you have uh, uh, spare clothing dry clothing, um, and you have to make sure that it's really important, and people forget about this, you really have to hydrate yourself just as much as you do in the, in the summertime when you're perspiring, because oftentimes if you don't, uh, uh, if you don't uh, uh, eat the right nutrition or you don't hydrate, you actually, you are sweating, even though uh, most of your, your uh, sweat evaporates and you, you don't feel like you are. You are losing a lot of electrolytes and, and uh, nutrients, and you have to make sure you hydrate. And we're not talking about coffee or tea. We're talking about water, making sure you eat right. Also, sleep, making sure you sleep properly because oftentimes you're in the winter you're, you're expending, expending more energy because you are wearing a lot more clothes. You're wearing boots. We're required to wear uh, cleats, so that adds a lot of weight to your body. Oftentimes, in the business that I'm at, we have a lot of instrumentation that needs to be winterized, needs to be right. heated, because if you don't, it could freeze up and cause problems. So okay. you're doing a lot more activity, and so you really have to be careful with hydrating yourself. Wow. Like that. Well, here I thought you just, you just lived off of pizza and beer. But, Tony, we're going to take a call right now. Uh, let's go to Dan uh, in Ravenswood. Hey, Dan, welcome to Reset. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you loud and clear at WBZ Reset. Welcome to Reset. Dan, uh, from my understanding, uh, you rode a bike to your yoga class this morning? Uh, yes, I have, Michael. And, by the way, happy holiday. Happy holiday to you, too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I've been doing it. Yes, I did. I've been doing it for 27 years. So like your brother, uh, I've learned some things, and I like what he said about you learn something new every season. But, yeah, I was on the bike, and uh, it's kind of a mental thing, and uh, you got to keep the hands, the feet, the head 
uh, warm, and I have some tricks to do that. What are your tricks? Okay, so I do have, starting from the top, I do have a uh, insulated hood that goes over the helmet, so an extra large hood. I have a, a neck gaiter that goes over my mouth, and there's a, a winter hat underneath the bike helmet. Uh, for my hands, the, the latest update this season is uh, latex gloves on the hand and then some cotton knit gloves over that. And then I slip my hands into mittens, and inside the mittens I have those chemical hand warmers. And then for the feet, I use regular wool socks with Gore-Tex socks and snowmobile boots. Wow. And as far as riding your bike, there's no concern about hitting a patch of ice or anything like that? Yeah, a lot of people ask that. Uh, It's kind of like when you ask the messengers in San Francisco, what do you guys do with all those hills? And they go, we avoid them. So uh, what I do is, yeah, the scythe trees are a little tricky. It takes a little bit of finesse and balancing. But I usually will take the, the main artery, which, as you know, the, the cars themselves will uh, take care of the street. And there's, there's not ice in the tire tracks. And I assert myself. I've been riding a while, and I'm, I take a lane. And most uh, drivers are used to that. There's, there's very little. Uh, there's a lot of cooperation nowadays, thankfully, in the city. And I make it to my destination. Well, stay warm, Dan, and thank, thanks for calling in. Now, let's go to David from Oak Park. David, you're having problems with uh, pipes that are frozen. David? Let's see if we can get David. Hey, David. <laughs> hi, hi. Hey, David. Uh, we're understanding you're, you're having some problems with pipes. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfect. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, my pipes froze, and I, and I was kind of surprised because the air temperature wasn't that cold. I mean, I, you know, it gets cold that often. But I wondered if the wind chill, like, made, made them freeze because the wind chill was unusually cold. Yeah, anyway, they, they froze this morning. Wow. Well, and then um, you said, has this happened before in the cold at, um, uh, with these frozen pipes? Well, you know, not often. No, I mean we've 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 made it through temperatures that are colder than this, and so I was just surprised that they they froze very quickly. I mean, of course we were kind of on the lookout for it, so we had the water dripping and all the stuff they usually tell you to do, but they froze anyway. Wow. All right. Well, David, hopefully things will get better. And thank you for joining us here on The Reset. And more tips on how to bundle up for us from someone who knows how to do the drills. Joining us now on the phone from Antarctica is Sasha Rollin from the University of Chicago's Astronomy and Astrophysics Department. She's currently doing research at McMurdo Station, where the mean annual temperature is zero. Welcome to the show, Sasha. Sasha, can you hear me? Hi, thank you for having me. Great, great. Too delayed. (laughs) It's okay. It's all right. So, again, what are you doing in Antarctica? Uh, So, I'm an astrophysicist. Uh, I work on two different projects. Uh, One is a spider, a balloon-based telescope, and one is the South Pole Telescope, which is based at the South Pole itself. And both are uh, designed to study the afterglow of the Big Bang, the cosmic microwave background. So what is the temperature there right now where you're at? Uh, Right now it's about 19 Fahrenheit and a little bit cloudy in McMurdo. uh, And at the South Pole, it's probably about minus 15 Fahrenheit. Wow, wow. That's pretty cold. And uh, when the temperature drops extremely low in Antarctica, what do you wear? Are there any tips for Chicagoans who have to go outside today? Uh, yeah, we we actually get issued a whole uh, set of gear that we are uh, that we wear outside. Um, we have insulated pants, insulated parkas, uh, a lot of head coverings, really uh, warm mittens. Um, basically, my only tip is cover every uh, piece of exposed skin, and then you'll be all right. And how long do you usually spend outside? Uh, depends on the day. Here in McMurdo Station, I'll probably be outside for a couple hours uh, enjoying the, the warm weather. <laughs> um, at, at the South Pole, I'll go out for uh, a, a short walk to the telescope, maybe about 20 minutes. 
Uh, and depending on the work for the day, we might be out there for an hour or two. And um, what are some of the worst weather conditions you face in Antarctica? Uh, we've had some crazy storms here every once in a while. Uh, we call those condition one uh, storms. The winds can get pretty high, really blowing snow. Um, at the South Pole, it's a little bit calmer, but we do get some some uh, high knot winds there, too. All right. Well, Sasha Rowland is a research assistant professor for the University of Chicago's Astronomy and Astrophysics Department. Stay safe and warm down there. Sarah, Sasha, thank you so much for joining us today on Reset. Well, let's now go to Ryan in Westtown. Ryan, how are you? Welcome to Reset. I'm good, Michael. How are you doing? Good. Now, what are you doing uh, right now? It seems like you're doing some last-minute Christmas shopping. That's right. A couple of things. Well, first of all, my wife baked Christmas cookies for some of our friends, so I had to drop some of those off. And then we have a nine-month-old daughter, Loretta, and uh, it's hard to get out of the house and do Christmas shopping when you're taking care of an infant. So I was doing some last-minute gift buying, so I'm ready for the holiday. Wow, wow. Do you? I, I mean, when you saw that the storm, I mean, the storm really phasing you a little bit, or did you feel like, man, I got to get my Christmas shopping done and out of the way because I won't be able to go outside? You're like, nah, I can take this. Well, here's the thing. I woke up this morning, and I looked at my phone, and it said that it was minus 3 degrees, but that the real feel was negative 33 degrees in West Town. And if I was outside for more than a minute today, uh, the mucus in my nose started freezing up. I mean, I could feel stinging in my hands. Um, We were prepared more for snow, and we're not seeing a lot of that. But the sun is out now, and don't be fooled. It is bitterly, bitterly cold out there. This is the day to put on two pairs of socks, two pairs of gloves, get those long johns on. And if you could take public transportation, if you're walking somewhere, do it. Because I saw a woman out there. Her face was bright red just from walking down the street. She probably only walked a couple of blocks. It's dangerous out there. So then why don't you just stay home and order some stuff online? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a couple things that I thought of last minute, Uh so I had to do that. And I can't send my uh, cookies out, uh, you know, online. uh, That's right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for uh, calling us here at WBZ. Also with us is McKenna Smith. She's an elementary school teacher in Gary, Indiana. Hi, McKenna. Hi, Michael. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. How are you doing? How's the weather in Gary? I know it was getting bad oh. further east, but how's it over there in Gary right now? It is bitterly cold. It feels like your skin is bleeding if you're out there. It's really, really cold. Um, so, oh. We stay in if you can, but we couldn't because we were secret Santas for a couple of families, so we had to do some drop-offs. Wow, wow, wow. So you're you're a teacher, but you're off work today, for right, for winter break? Yes, 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 yes. So, so but, I'm happy about that. But you said you still have to go out because you're doing secret Santa. So what are you, are you doing? I mean, sometimes us, you know, we get a little scared about going outside, but... What Are you doing any extra precautions in going outside today to have to do a little bit more shopping? Well, yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I've learned um, during the pandemic is keep my uh, mask on. It insulates me. So I keep my mask on um, not only um, for, you know, obvious reasons, but because it keeps me warm. Um, and I don't have any exposed skin, and I double up on everything. The rule is um, times two. So two pairs of socks, two pairs of gloves, um, a top hat, and a top hat. I mean, just go by two. Now, if you were talking to your class right now, what would you tell them? Because you know kids, they want to go outside, they want to play, you know, they're not at school but how would you advise them? Would you tell them, hey, why don't you just stay in and play your video games? Or if they want to go outside, what would you tell them? Well, you know what I would tell them. I'm a teacher. I'm just like, <laughs> this is the time to to practice your imagination so you can be in the living room and, in, and create uh, an igloo out of a sheet. And you can imagine that you're in our, um, Antarctica or the Arctic Circle or even in your backyard. Um, and then have some hot cocoa, make some s'mores, of course, you know, um, not with the fire or anything, but um, they can imagine all types of things. I would encourage them not to be on um, the Internet, but rather maybe write some thank you notes in advance of all of those wonderful gifts that mm. they anticipate. 
anticipate getting because that's a lost art in our culture, um, gratitude. So um, those thank you uh, notes can um, be, you know, kind of uh, utilized now. And remember, we're taking your weather calls. What are you doing today? How are you staying warm? Our number is 866-915-WBEZ. That's 866-915-WBEZ. McKinley, let me ask you one more question. If um, how, many, well, how much snow did you actually get in Gary? Do you know? Um, I think we got at least four inches. Well, no, about, yeah, about four inches. And, you know, we live out here in Miller, so we are right on Lake Michigan. Right. So it's really cold and it's blowing and you just you just feel like you're when you're outside, you feel like you've been transported to another, I don't know, vortex. It's so cold. But it is beautiful in Miller and you could see the steam coming off of Lake Michigan. So that's pretty great. So McKenna Smith, thank you so much for joining us on Risa today. So I'm going to go back to my brother a little bit. Now, Tony, did you actually have to shovel your driveway? Well, uh, to be honest with you, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I, mean, so I will be getting prepped to get out there to shovel my driveway. so that Because uh, that's another aspect of getting to work in the wintertime. You know, there are people that I have to relieve that are working out there, and they, they would like to go home too if they can. So I got to make sure that my driveway's clear and my car's running so I can get those people out of there. Well, that was my brother, Tony Puente, who works at a Chicago area refinery. He lives in Hammond, Indiana. Thank you, Tony. We're going to go to another caller, uh, Dan in Lincoln Square. You're also known as a, the Great Lake Jumper. Dan, what does that mean? Uh, I've been jumping in Lake Michigan every day for the last couple of years. And did you do that today or recently? Yep. I went in this morning about uh, 7 a.m. Okay, so now now why do you do that? Well, it started during the pandemic, and uh, it uh, felt good, and uh, it's just been uh, part of my daily routine now, going down to the lake and uh, jumping in. And what are you wearing when you do this? Just uh, like a Speedo or something? I, I got a pair of uh, Motorhead uh, board shorts. <laughs> and, um, but what, is it, what does it do? For, I mean, are there other people doing this, or you're the only one doing this? Uh, I was the only one I saw down there today, but I think a lot of people have uh, during, you know, since COVID started, you know, found that the uh, cold water immersion um, is is really great for their mental health. That, you know, it's a great way to, you know, you're not doing uh, a a whole, you know, routine. It's go down, you jump in, you have that great endorphin rush, uh, you know, your body being protected uh, and uh, then... I'm in and out pretty quickly, so I think uh, it was about, uh, I was in the water for about 15 seconds today. Okay, Dan. Well, let's go now to Beth in Rogers Park. Uh, Beth, you got some winter tips for us. Hello. Yeah, I generally bike year-round, but I'm not brave enough to bike. About 20 is about my lowest, but um, I found that wearing a lot of thinner layers, uh, because you start perspiring and you want to wick that sweat away. If you're wearing heavy cotton and you get sweaty, you're going to freeze out there. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my wonderful friend, Di, who is uh, a dog walker. She's out there walking all her dogs today. So take care of her. Oh, wow. wow. And um, and when you have to go outside, I mean, does this feel as, as cold, really? Or have you felt colder in Chicago? I... I've been here for over 25 years. This is, I think, the coldest I've ever felt. Um, oh, I also have cleats that I can snap onto my boots. Um, they're like rubber cleats. Incredibly helpful to c- help you from not falling on the ice. Um, and you can pop them on and pop them off. I highly recommend getting some of those to put over your boots. All right. Well, Beth, thank you so much for calling us here at the Reset on WBZ. And this is Reset. I'm Michael Puente for Sasha Ann Simons. All this hour, we're bringing you the latest on this winter weather in Chicago. And we're taking your calls at 866-915-WBZ. That's 866-915-WBZ. I know it sounds like the uh, the pledge drive, but we're not in pledge. But I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some like WBZ socks around somewhere where I can dig up. Maybe give it to you if you call in. 
So how are you spending the day? How are you keeping warm? I want to bring in another voice into the conversation. Well, two voices, one of which regular listeners will know well. Joining us now is WBEZ audio fundraising specialist, Aaron Cahill. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Mike. How are you, sir? I was just saying it sounds like the pledge drive, and you're you're, you're, you're a pledge drive uh, coach, so... Hopefully you have some of those socks around that we can give away or something to some of our listeners. But um, I, I can uh, drum up a pair <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know, and there's a second voice we're hearing back there. Tell me, tell me who that is. That is my son, Fitz. He's four years old. Oh, wow. Hey, Fitz, how are you? Hi, but this is the solar system. You sound like a radio pro, just like your dad. So, Aaron, where, where are, what are you doing right now? Oh, we're just hanging around the house. Uh, my beautiful wife is busy making cookies and cakes in the kitchen. My one-year-old is taking a nap, and my son is making a diagram of the solar system on the floor while we check out the weather outside. So you're checking out the weather outside from your living room, looking outside. You're not actually going out. I went out this morning. I shoveled my sidewalk like a good neighbor, and then I got myself back inside and haven't ventured back out again. It's quite cold out there. Now, I mean, you say it's quite cold, but it does. It, how does it compare to like other winters? We know, you know, it gets cold during Chicago, and people might say, "Look, what's the big deal?" But sometimes these extreme weather conditions, it can be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it can. I mean, my first uh, winter in Chicago was in 2010 during the the big blizzard, and it feels that type of cold out there right now. Like, it, I don't want to spend too much time out there because your eyelashes and my beard get pretty, pretty icicly pretty quick. Now, Fitz, what's your favorite thing to do in the snow? Fitz, what's your favorite thing to do in the snow? Um, make gross, growing snowballs. <laughs> now, <laughs> Fitz, are are you are you asking your dad to take you outside? Are you going to force him to go outside? Are we going to play outside, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to play outside. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're- <laughs> now, Aaron, you're you're in, in uh, Portage Park on the northwest side. How much snow would you say uh, fell there on the ground? You know, uh, we've got some drifts that are four inches, but just the front lawn is two inches. We didn't get that much in the front lawn. Wow, wow, wow! And um, and like, um, have you had 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 a chance to drive around? Maybe not today, but yesterday. Yeah, we did some last-second uh, grocery shopping to get ready for a big dinner, and uh, we got in just as the snow was falling, so we timed it perfectly. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, when when my kids were younger, I used to take them sledding, uh, you know, maybe not on cold days like them, you know, but for kids, they don't care how cold it is. They just want you to, they want to do something with Dad and see Dad do silly things. I mean, are you reluctant to go outside and have some fun with Fitz or... Um, it doesn't well, really, actually, it doesn't was, bother you. I was trying to get him outside to play today, and I opened up the door, and he looked at me and said, Dad, it's too cold. So we're, we're staying inside for now. We may venture out after nap time. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. And uh, what what are some of the things you can do inside uh, with Fitz? Does he play, is he playing video games at his age? Is he on a cell phone or, you know, writing a radio documentary or something? We watch a lot <laughs> of uh, YouTube videos about space. Um, wow. We play upstairs in our playroom, and then we did some dominoes yesterday. We set up some dominoes and knocked them down because it's a good lesson that, you know, when the dominoes fall, you just pick them up and put them back up again. I love dominoes. Wow, great. (laughs) Well, that's WBZ's Aaron Cahill and his son Fitz uh, riding out the storm in Portage Park. Aaron, Fitz, stay warm, and happy holidays. You too, my friend. Stay warm. Thank you. Okay, we got another caller, Sandy in Wilmette. Uh, Sandy, how are you? Welcome to Reset. Hi. All right, and you're telling me that uh, your son is a facilities manager at a downtown museum and is working uh, to keep it warm? Yes, sir. He is making sure that the uh, boiler and all the temperatures are correct. Um, there's some, you know, important artifacts and there's also very important um there's a i'm not going to name names but there's a butterfly room and he's making sure that everything is going to be warm and nothing breaks down and so he's he cares so much and he just he's there 
Wow. Well, and, you know, I mean, you know, every mom worries about their son and their, or their daughter when they have to work outside. Are you especially concerned for his safety today? Absolutely. Because, you know, he, his, you know, he has a car, but it's not the best. And so he's got to make sure that the car gets him to the museum and then it's going to be sitting there for a while. And I, you know, we're, we're worried and he's been calling in, checking in and letting us know he's fine. You know, the museum's good. Temperatures are good. <laughs> Everything's holding. No pipes are broken. And uh, that, you know, he'll let us know when he goes home. But he's probably going to be there most of the day. Mm. And then back again, first thing in the morning. He was there probably at 6 a.m. this morning. Now, he's probably worrying about you and Wilmette. How are you holding up? Oh, we're fine. No, we're fine. Everything is, you know, I'm making lasagna. <laughs> just Everything is warm here. We didn't get that much snow at all. Um, we're just concerned about temperatures. And so we're just, you know, running the faucets at a very slow trickle mm-hmm. to make sure nothing breaks. And right. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, we're just going to stay in. We're, we're, we're going to be safe. What are, you, what are you doing? You binge watching anything or playing dominoes or what are you doing? Painting? Well, yeah. yeah I just started the West Wing again. Ah. <laughs> and you're listening to WBZ. So we're happy for that. <laughs> Thank you. No, love it. Cannot get enough. All right, Sandy. Thank you so much for calling in to reset. Thank you so much. Okay, earlier we had a guy named uh, Doom, Dr. Doom, or Dan, <laughs> uh, Kevin Doom earlier. We, now we got Lex in Franklin Park. So you can tell I'm kind of a comic book geek. So, Lex, um, how are you ha- ha- handling this weather today? You know what? It's it's not that bad if you're not working outside or, you know. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll play grandma today and just remind everybody, Chicago's a cold city, you know, the only other place I've lived for any time was Buffalo. And let me tell you, you just, as long as you layer up, you're fine. And, and, you know, they always say that, oh, layers, 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 but you've got to really think about what you're putting for those layers. Like, you know, uh, I see so many people with just their hoods and no hats. You've got to have a hat, man. That's just crucial. Oh yeah, absolutely. And wool socks, um, even, especially now, the synthetic wool is amazing. It'll wick the moisture away so you don't get sweaty, and it, it will it will keep you so much warmer. You know, but having those multiple layers, I, I feel like I sometimes I feel like everybody's again, everybody's grandma. Like, why are you just wearing a coat? That is not going to keep you warm unless it's one of those like self pole coats. So. Um, but yeah, you know, when you think back to like the winter of the 70s, uh, 78, 79, or in the 80s, we had where it was weeks on end, it's going to be 50 degrees on Friday, guys. We'll be okay. Oh, wow. And uh, you said you used to live in Buffalo? I did. I did. I was there a couple of years. And ironically, I lived there the year that Chicago got the snowstorm where Lakeshore Drive was shut down and we didn't, we had green grass still. So you just don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> so, okay. So tomorrow the Buffalo Bills play the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. So which city is coldest? Is colder? Which one do you think? Snowier there, definitely colder here. Yes. Definitely colder here. We win for something sure. for something, I guess. You know, yeah, that's for right, something, yeah. right? True, All right. Lex, thank you so much. And we got Aziz who's at O'Hare. He's an, uh, he's an experienced Uber driver. Yes. Hello. Happy holiday to you. Happy holidays to you, Aziz. How, how are you holding up? Uh, you know, um, you know, I started this morning. It's actually, um, you know, I have a lot of layers and I'm prepared because I drive and I've been taking uh, people to, you know, to work all day. So, you know, it just it's actually not bad like I expected to be like wh- when I heard the news yesterday. Wow. And um, how, are you getting a lot of a uh, lot of fares today? A lot of people um, requesting Uber cars today? <laughs> Uber rides? Yes, it is. Uh, probably mainly because there is a lot of uh, driver shortage now. So uh, a lot of people stayed home. So um, it, it, there is a lot of rides. That's for sure. Great, great, great. All right. And uh, remember, we're taking your calls. You can call 866 915 WBEZ to join in on this conversation. That's 866-915-WBEZ. We got another caller, Richard in Oak Park. Hello. Now, Richard, from my understanding, you just got back from a five-mile walk? Uh, Yep, yep. It's like um, one of your other callers. I made like a pandemic commitment to get outside because I was getting depressed by being inside all the time. So I, I do a a five-mile walk around Oak Park and River Forest every day. <clears throat> and uh, I just, you know, 
kind of made a pledge that I'm not going to let the weather slow me down. So I just, uh, you know, layer up lots of thermal uh, base layers, fleece, middle layers, and like windproof outer layers, cover up all the skin. And, you know, after like 20 minutes of just a, a decent pace, your body temperature warms up. And I, I wasn't even thinking about the cold, to be honest. I was just kind of in my normal happy place that I am when I'm when I'm kind of walking and zoning out. So you you did this uh, voluntarily. You weren't forced or like threatened to. You had to do this five mile walk. You did this on purpose. Yeah, no, I just I do it every day, and I I just look forward to it. You know, it makes me happy. It's, uh, I, I I work from home, so uh, I have to like get out of the house as much as I can to maintain a healthy balance. Um, so like, this is the way I do it. And I, it's kind of fun, you know, it's kind of a challenge in a way I, I, I secretly enjoy it. And, you know, um, the, the worse the weather, the more fun it becomes actually. Well, Richard, thank you so much for calling Reset. I want to talk to one of our coworkers here who's producing the show today, because I'm sure when she just heard Richard talking about that five mile walk, I'm sure she's like, I got to get out there. And that's colleague Brenda Ruiz. How are you doing, Brenda? Hi. I was not thinking I should get out there. In fact, I was thinking, oh, my God, my eyes. Um, I mean, obviously, this is radio. You can't see, but my eyes were just so big. I cannot believe that he does that. And I aspire to be that kind of person. Um, now, Brenda, we got to mention that this is this is your first Chicago winter. You're from Texas. So close. So, okay. I yes, I am from Texas. I moved um, uh, in October of last year. So I, I have gone through a winter, but it was a fairly mild winter. This is definitely my first polar vortex. And I had to <laughs> come into the office today. It was crazy. I um, am asking any and all Chicagoans for tips on how to keep my eyes from freezing because I feel like they did that as I was walking to the train this morning. So what city are you from in Texas? Houston. Houston. So does it get cold down there at all? Do you oh, get snow? no. 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 I'm, I mean, at most we'll get maybe an inch of snow, mm, but it's really mm. slush. You can't really make a snowman out of it. No <laughs> snow angels for me, but... Well, we're getting plenty of snow here, but really, I mean, when you were hearing that this weather, this temperature was really going to dip below, did you get a little scared? Did you a little get concerned? Oh, yeah, very concerned. I, um, I, I've been, in, I've lived in Texas my entire life, and so coming into a city like this, into a winter like this, I don't know what to wear in the morning. I, I think <laughs> I put on four different sweaters, and I was going to walk out, and I was like, I think this is too much. I think I just need. A hat or a, a a scarf, another scarf, maybe three pairs of socks. I mean, I'm still figuring it out, but hopefully, I'll catch on. All right. So, um, what like um, are you having to like layer up? Are you are you finding that even some of the clothing you're wearing today may not be enough when you head out there? Are you doing anything in particular different? Yes, I need better socks. I have one pair of wool socks, and I'm thinking I should have worn two. <laughs> I have a wool sweater, which helps, but I have not figured out how to layer without becoming a sweaty mess on the train. Because you know, on the train, it's a little more temperature controlled, but. Um, I, I think I my, my hat game is good. My head is warm. I crochet at home, and uh, that that's a good way to stay warm, a good hobby to stay warm. Did your parents call you and say, Brenda, how are you holding up? Oh, they couldn't believe it. Yeah, they, they could not believe that I was um, in, temperature, in temperatures like this. Well, Brenda Ruiz, thank you so much for being here, and thank you to everyone who called in throughout the hour.